This week are security, decision-making, skill shortages, the software market, and some recent customer success stories. Splunk has published new research in collaboration with CensusWide, revealing that senior business decision-makers in Europe are operating under increasing pressure, with more than half making a critical business decision about once a day. Digital transformation is driving change across industries, resulting in a dramatic growth in data volumes from more sources than ever before. This increase in data represents a valuable opportunity for business decision makers to gain insights into how their business is performing in real time, allowing them to bring data to every question, decision and action. However, this is only possible if organizations can access, make sense of and crucially trust the data to support the decision making process. Surveying C-level executives and other top business decision makers, it was found that nearly all made business critical decisions in the same business day, while two in every three C-suite execs make those decisions in less than two hours. Cumulatively, businesses are making on average seven critical business decisions every week. This pace of decision making is potentially causing a diversion away from data-led decision making. 40% of C-level executives and BDM's respondents feel the need to move quickly is holding them back from asking for more data. Instead, a gut feel is driving nearly half of the C-suite and BDM's surveyed in making business-critical decisions, with less than 1 in 100 leaders claiming their decisions are always data-led. In terms of input into decision-making, respondents ranked recommendations from colleagues as the most useful input, followed by customer feedback, gut feel, and repeating a previously successful approach. ServiceNow has released its second sponsored study on cybersecurity, vulnerability, and patch management conducted with the Ponemon Institute. The study, Costs and Consequences of Gaps in Vulnerability Response, found that despite a 24% average increase in annual spending on prevention, detection, and remediation in 2019 compared with 2018, patching is delayed an average of 12 days due to data silos and poor organizational coordination. Looking specifically at the most critical vulnerabilities, the average timeline to patch is 16 days. At the same time, the risk is increasing. According to the findings, there was a 17% increase in cyber attacks over the past year, and 60% of breaches were linked to a vulnerability where a patch was available, but not applied. The study surveyed almost 3,000 security professionals in nine countries to understand how organizations are responding to vulnerabilities. The survey results reinforce a need for organizations to prioritize more effective and efficient security vulnerability management. There was a 34% increase in weekly costs spent on patching compared to 2018, 30% more downtime versus 2018 due to delays in patching vulnerabilities, 69% of respondents plan to hire an average of five staff members dedicated to patching in the next year at an average cost of $650,000 dollars annually for each organization and 88 percent of respondents said they must engage with other departments across their organizations which results in coordination issues that delay patching by an average of 12 days continued unprecedented growth in the data center sector may be at risk due to increasing concerns around scarce resource and rising labor costs according to the latest industry survey from business critical solutions The Winter Report 2020, now in its 11th year, is undertaken by independent research house IX Consulting, who captured the views of over 300 senior data centre professionals across Europe, including owners, operators, developers, consultants and end-users. 
Just over two-thirds of respondents believe that the next year will see an increase in demand, up on the 55% from the previous summer survey. This is supported by over 90% of developers and investors' respondents, stating they expect to see a further expansion in their data center portfolio over the coming year. However, concerns are being raised by many design engineering and construction respondents around general shortages amongst design construction and operational professionals, with four-fifths expressing resourcing concerns. Design engineering construction respondents identified build professionals as being subject to the most serious shortages. 82% stated this view compared with 78% for design professionals and 77% for operational functionality of data centers. When asked to rank the impact of this, our respondents highlighted the increased workload placed on their existing staff at 96%, rising operating labor costs at 92%, and over 80% indicating that this has led to an increase in the use of outsourcing options over the past 12 months. The increased workload for existing staff had in turn led to problems in resourcing existing work, with just over 70% stating that they had experienced difficulties in meeting deadlines or client objectives. Synergy Research Group's detailed review of enterprise IT markets over the last 10 years shows that annual software-as-a-service revenues now exceed $100 billion, having grown by an average 39% per year. By contrast, during this period, revenues from on-premise perpetual licensed software have grown by an average of just 4% per year. The total enterprise software market was approaching $450 billion in 2019, and software-as-a-service share of the total was 23% having grown from less than 2% in 2009. The trends are well demonstrated by Microsoft, which has been the very clear software market leader throughout the decade. While its total software revenues have doubled over the 10-year period to over $100 billion, its software-as-a-service revenues have grown from zero to over $20 billion. Based on actual spending in quarter one to three and its forecast for quarter four, Synergy projects that the 2019 worldwide market for enterprise software will be over $445 billion, with the software as a service share of that being $101 billion. While software as a service has made an impact across all major software application areas, the largest software as a service segments are collaboration, CRM and HCM, with collaboration and HCM having the highest growth rates. While ERP is one of the larger segments in the enterprise software market, software as a service is still rel relatively underpenetrated in that segment. We now move on to a few recent customer success stories. The National Television Awards, NTAs, an annual awards ceremony that celebrates the success of British television, has announced that Hive Managed Hosting has been chosen to provide the platform for its high-traffic website. Known as television's biggest night of the year, the 2020 ceremony will mark 25 years of the awards. The NTA website needs to be easy to scale to accommodate peak voting periods, and Hive's low-balance cloud solution was chosen for its proven track record of scalability and reliability. Anana, the leading provider of omnichannel customer experience solutions, has deployed a Pluribus NetVisor 1 operating system and adaptive cloud fabric, along with Dell EMC open networking hardware as part of a multi-site network modernization project. Anana's mission is ensuring that businesses can engage with customers more efficiently than ever before. Anana's network team realized that delivering on this promise to its diverse customers required a high-performance, highly automated infrastructure to unify its two data centers and enable more agile service delivery. They needed to be able to see traffic flows from across the entire network in order to be faster in identifying and responding to troubleshooting issues. And finally, they required deep network slicing across the control, management and data planes to segment application and customer traffic. 
With Pluribus Contrologist SDN and Adaptive Cloud Fabric, we can dynamically move virtual machines, applications, and workloads between data centers and do maintenance without impacting customers, says Gareth Evans, Anana Infrastructure Manager. He adds, we can update policy across the entire network with a single command, and we're improving our service levels and customer satisfaction at the same time. Our network is highly automated, enabling us to better serve our business and our business to better serve our customers. Publicist Sapient, the digital transformation hub of Publicist Group, has joined Heathrow as a partner helping them to accelerate their digital transformation efforts. Publicist Sapient was tasked with assisting Heathrow to reimagine the future of the digital passenger experience, with the first live example being a recently unveiled redesign and replatform of Heathrow.com, delivered with quality and at breakneck speed. With our ambition to provide a contemporary, seamless and personalised journey to both its existing and new passengers, Heathrow enlisted Publicist Sapient to assist in future-proofing its business, substantially building its audience and commercial revenue, whilst mi- migrating several existing websites onto war one core platform via Adobe Experience Manager. Global professional services company Turner and Townsend has completed the project management on an ambitious expansion program for Kaznar Data Center, expanding its existing facilities in Mazdar City, Abu Dhabi, and Maidan, Dubai. The expansion, comprising two new modular data centers that are cipher as approximately just over 17,000 square meters has delivered an additional IT load of 7.5 megawatts at each facility, allowing the firm to meet increasing customer demands and serve growing IT demand across the region. With the completion of the expansion works, the two facilities boast a total IT load capacity in excess of 26 megawatts. And finally, in early 2018, Wayfair, an American e-commerce company and one of the world's largest online sellers of home goods, was thinking about the best way to run and scale its on-prem server fleet to support its largest sales event of the year, Wayday. With existing data centers and compute capacity around the globe, Wayfair decided to explore a hybrid architecture in Google Cloud that would let them burst their capacity during events like Wayday, Black Friday, Cyber Monday. Using Google Cloud's 100 gigabit per second interconnect help Wayfair minimize the risk of running out of network capacity during peak hours, as well as keeping the data analysis going in order to deliver the products their customers need. The large pipe also allowed Wayfair to control their capacity and have better troubleshooting, capacity planning, and forecasting capabilities. That's all the news for this week. Don't forget to visit the Digitalization World website for the news in full, plus blog and video content. And thanks for listening.